Good evening, and welcome to 60 Minutes. I'm Rex Gambit. Tonight, The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 2. The box office smash based on the real-life confrontation with the Volturi. Tonight I'm speaking to... So I'm just looking at my notes here. We, we, unfortunately, we couldn't get uh, any of the, the lead vampires. Uh, Edward, uh, Bella, we couldn't even get Jasper, uh, all unavailable. But we have, just quite hard to read, the Tarnicus Banks is his name, of the New Zealand coven of vampires. Uh, Tarnicus did not appear uh, on screen. He was not represented. Uh, but he, he tells us that he definitely was involved with the uh, Volturi confrontation. Oh, thank you. Tarnicus, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Rex. I've been, you know, for a long time, I've been a big fan of this show and to, to be on it is, is a delight beyond words. Um, I, I'd like to take issue with the sort of not a major player thing. I, I didn't make it into this half-baked movie they've done to represent these events, but I, I played a pretty major part, I'd say, in this battle. Um, it's interesting that you. It's inter- interesting that you say that. Sorry, I, um, I, I don't want to diminish your efforts, and obviously we'll we'll discuss uh, what you brought to the table. But uh, now you say you're, you were a major player in the in the events. Uh, why is it that you weren't represented in the film? It's, it's, it's a very good question, isn't it? I think I don't think I've got the face for the screen. I didn't cooperate with the right, but that's. Sorry, just just to interrupt you there. The, the face isn't necessarily the issue. Obviously, within the film, uh, now some some of the vampires involved in the real life events actually did uh, reprise their well role, I suppose, uh, on screen. Others were actors uh, play, playing a part of the vampire. Yeah, no, I, I, now, I would not allow somebody to play me. Uh, I, I think I've got I've got a, a rather unique attitude, uh, the way that I live my life. A presentation uh, that, that I put about myself, the way I, I weave my little way through the world, and I don't think some two-bit bloody bloody actor could represent that. So I said, oh, "Get me on screen, or I'll walk." And they said, "You're very unattractive, and you're very belligerent." And I said, "All right," and, and I walked, and I uh, walked really fast because I'm a vampire. Uh, people so, often forget. So they they came, they came to you before production of the film, and they said, "We're, we're gonna, you know, obviously this this." fourth and fifth film or the fifth film in particular uh, is going to focus on uh, the, the coming together of these clans now obviously we're we looking at the you know historical records uh, members of the New Zealand clan were involved we're, we're thinking of adapting this what, what are your thoughts is that sort of how it transpired uh, it's, it's very much but they just came in very hot with with their demands they were going oh you've got to be a very a very laid-back vampire who doesn't get very involved. You want to, you stand in the background, you'll have a few lines. And I said, mate, I was the most flamboyant guy there. I was there in, in, a, in a massive opera cape, all right, and a top hat. I, I strode up to the Volturi and said, hello! And, 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 and they said, oh, no, the tone is sort of a bit more, it's a bit of a serious fight. And I said, no, no, that's not the way it was. There was a lot yes, more yes. showmanship from me. Not everyone liked having it on the day. Having seen the film, having seen the film, you're right. There's certainly a more somber tone than what your, you know, what your narrative describes. Uh, can you tell me what, what were sort of the main differences besides yourself, perhaps wearing a top hat and being, uh, you know, visually there? Which let me just uh, clarify once again to the audience. Uh, Tarnica's character not in the film. 
what, what are some of the key differences we're seeing here between uh, film and real life events? So I think some of those portrayals were very, very generous. You know, that that young lad they've got playing Edward Cullen, he's he's one of the actors. Um, he's very he's very very sassy. He's got a lot of energy. He's a very attractive man. The real Edward Cullen is. A renowned asshole, if I may say so. The vampire community thinks he's a real. He's not a lot of fun to work with. Um, I, I think. I think they got fundamentally the events down there. It was a great battle. It was a very cold day, hence the cape. Uh, we all dressed up warm, despite being vampires. It's it's a it's a visual thing for us. Um, but but, but yeah, this confrontation. Well, look. Uh, Look, they captured the gist of it, didn't they? Didn't they? They've got. They got. Well, that's, got, that's what I'm asking you, Tanaka. I'm, I'm asking you, did they capture the gist of it? I, I myself, am just the viewer, but I'm, 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 I'm here to get the the truth. You're obviously you're telling me you're a major player here. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get down to brass tacks and, and, and say, you know, what what are the core? What are the fundamental differences? You, you here? You seem did like they, you're disagreeing. What? You know, did you like? The, did you like the movie? Did you think I'm this just was, in search of the truth? I uh, I went to see it with my young daughters. Uh, and they they loved it. They were huge fans. I myself uh, slightly indifferent. They've made me watch it. Uh, this was the ninth time they've actually made me see it, uh, which which was good, perhaps to um, you know have have some background before I come and, and talk to someone who was involved with the actual events. But I found by the ninth time uh, I wasn't really enjoying it. Especially this this last one. Uh, they made me watch it at seven in the morning. Which was far too early. I'm a, I'm a late sleeper, uh, and seven was was too early to watch. Um, what I what I what came across to me, and and bear in mind, I, I'm not uh, so familiar with the events that led to this film. Uh, but what 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 came across to me was that the vampires they're all very sort of um, I've used the word somber already once in this in this piece, but I'm, I'm going to use it again. Very somber, uh, quite serious folk. Mm. Don't look like a lot of fun. Exactly. Uh, and this is, is, that, is that true to life? Uh, that is a, is, a, is a reasonably good interpretation. That's why I was there to try to bring so much fun to the to the to the day. Uh, just brighten up everyone's day. And not all of that was a good energy. I was going through a very difficult divorce at the time with my wife of, of almost 150 years and um, so I was angry I'm sorry to hear that oh, yeah, th- thank you so, so a lot of it was pizzazz and I'd bring um, rashes of bacon raw bacon and cheese and like sprinkle them around the place and go oh I'm the bacon and cheese wizard in my, in my cape and people would like <laughs> right, you, sorry just, just to confirm you uh, as a vampire you, you cannot eat those things can you no, no. So that's why it doesn't, you know, don't need to cook them. Just chuck them in my cape. Um, it's just a seems somewhat wasteful to me. Well, I think that was the start of, um, you know, I understand you want to dwell on that day, but a lot's happened in my life since. I think that, and and my ongoing divorce was the start of me sort of turning my back on on vampirism in many ways. So I think I brought that bacon and cheese to remind me that. You know, I looked around all these sullen pricks standing in an icy tundra and I thought, I fucking loved, I loved a bit of Edam cheese. Um, So I just want to remind me of that human life before it all went so wrong, before Genevieve uh, left, you know, Uh, it was very clever loop. Can I ask? So how where where are you and you know now where where are you in your life now? Obviously, it's been uh, some time since the film's release. 
you know the, the dust has settled and you know you're talking about a sort of a, a transformative period in your life uh now obviously we, we don't we don't get to see any of this and i'm curious sort of where are you now and do, do you have you know are you, are you, do you keep in touch with the with the cullens or any of the other uh, tribes represented oh look carlisle still sends me um christmas cards um we'll occasionally do a video call and be like <laughs> hello mate because he's he's a good sort um he, he respects me uh i don't necessarily respect him but i think he's got a good head on his shoulders um uh heads shoulders knees and toes and i think um yeah i, I just think i've turned my back on a lot of them these days though i don't talk to them because i'm trying to like, I'm still a vampire, all right? I still kill and eat humans, right? I, I, that's what I do. I need blood. But in many other respects, I want to live my life as a human. So even though I don't sleep, I will lie down for eight hours at night and just just, just lie there because I just want to get can back. I, can I ask, what, what happens when you obviously mentioned uh, bacon and eat M cheese? What would happen if you were to eat uh, food? Obviously, vampires survive on blood alone, and, I, and I've been led to believe that they simply cannot eat food. And I was just wondering, what what is the process there? Yeah, so profound uh, vomiting, uh, projectile like right out there. So I will often, I will once a week go to a lovely restaurant in in Wellington where I live, and um, the waiters know me. They know the torrent of of uh, spew that's going to come, and, and they respect that. Uh, the customers bloody hate it. Uh, bloody hate it but I'm becoming a, a fixture in that restaurant and, and I think I don't know I order a lot of food what, what is the vampire community like in New Zealand? Obviously, once again just want to just for anyone wondering out there uh, Tarnicus not in the final film uh, what is the vampire community like in New Zealand? What does the New Zealand coven uh, represent? Uh, are, are, there, are there many of you? No, no, I will answer that. First of all, you tried to slip that past me. You've referenced a lot of times uh, the fact that I'm not in the film. But let sleeping dogs lie, you know. I think, I think what's well, yeah, more sorry, important you, is just, my just journey. Just you, you are not in the film, though. No, no. Uh, but I think I'm we not, all I'm know not, that. I'm not wrong in, con- I'm not wrong in confirming uh, that. No, you're, uh, the facts... Uh, you know, back you up, but I just wonder what you're hoping to achieve by constantly referencing I'm, that. I'm not trying to. Uh, I don't know. Achieve I feel anything. like the past just, is the uh, past, and, and this sort of hack journalism, this hatchet job, um, trying to attack me. Look, is- I, don't, I don't appreciate that. I'm, I'm just, you know, obviously myself and my team have, have done a lot of research towards this piece, uh, and I'm just trying to make it quite clear to the viewer. Uh, that Tarnicus Banks was not present in the film. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. Where would we be without you? No, look, the New Zealand vampire community is very fractious. Um, we don't get on. There was a hit movie a few years ago, What We Do in the Shadows, that I feel like really misrepresented our community. A lot of us talk in very standard Kiwi accents. Um, but yeah, my wife left. She went to France uh, with a fitness instructor, which is cool. Um, you know, he's not a vampire. He won't live forever. So fuck it, you know. Ooh, he's got big, strong arms. I'm all right. Um, but yeah, so, so it's, it's very fractured. You know, we're a small country and, and vampires, I don't know, they're not in vogue at the moment here as they might mm. be internationally. I was, gonna, I was going to ask, actually, do, do you get recognised on the street? But then I thought, well, that's not really... Not really possible, is it? Because you weren't 
obviously you weren't in the films, so there's not so much to recognise. No, absolutely not. And um, I, I see your tone there, but I am actually really grateful. I think fame would really hurt me. I, I don't think I'd deal well with being in the public eye, you know. I'm a reclusive sort of guy. I just want to pretend to sleep, eat lots of food and throw it up, um, smell the flowers. You know, there are so still you enjoy, basic... you enjoy your anonymity is what you're saying? Yeah, and, well... Anonymity to an extent. I I, I I mow through a lot of humans. Like as, as I say, bloody ravenous. Um, so what what other legal uh, issues around that? Um, you know, obviously that is your 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 way of surviving, I suppose. But are there any ramifications? Obviously, killing people uh, generally frowned upon. Yeah, bloody good question. And actually. In many ways, it's possibly a mistake for me to come on the show because the police, the bloody human police, really frown upon that shit. Um, and I, I don't know. Some cultural differences they'll allow. Um, so, so you know, my fangs, no one's going to judge me for that. That's just part of me. But when I sink those fangs into a neck, cackling, going... Give me some blood, baby. Um, I often sort of improvise a very, very short tune about the blood I'm going to drink. People are bloody livid. Right. Well, understandably. I mean, obviously, once again, for you, it is a matter of survival. Uh, but for, for normal people, that's that's their lives. And it's quite a, quite a decision for you to, to, you know, to take a life just for a, you know, a, a light meal. Have you? Have you can you ever, see it from? Can you see it from the sort of the human perspective that maybe you know, maybe for them it's not really worth it. Have you? Are you honestly telling me you've never taken a life? I've never taken a life. Come That's, on, yeah. I'm Come honestly, on. I'm honestly telling you. I'm honestly. This telling isn't just you. an interview of me. This I've is about one, there you was as one well. Time, there was one time, but I don't. I, Come on. For, for the most part, I have not taken a life. Okay, look. We were all reading the papers in 2002. When you hit that man with your car, did you not consider, huh, this person is now dead. I might as well feast upon their blood. Because This is, this is uh, something I've, I've – look, I've, I've, made, I've made amends with the family. I've apologised for this several times. Uh, I've moved on. I, I've not got a problem with the killing. I've got a problem with you leaving that that carcass to fester. Um, what I'm all about is well, one, um, one of your kind could have eaten it. Could they have not? Uh, we, we we weren't we weren't there at the time. We didn't get there in time. We like fresh, warm blood. You had the opportunity. I'm all about reducing waste. Um, you know, sure, maybe I could just visit. You know the morgue and feast on the recently dead, but there is something about the thrill of the chase, as you well know. Um, yeah. So, so right. I, well, I, I th- thank you for that. Uh, we're going to take a break now. Uh, we'll be right back with Tanakis Banks from the. Oh, sorry, not from the film, uh, the Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part Two. Uh, when we come back, we'll be discussing uh, Alistair present in the film and in real life, and uh, some of the allegations. Around him, we'll see you shortly. Hello, and welcome I back think to nipples. 60. Are the main things that I miss the sensation coming from them? Yeah, sorry. Are we, sorry, why are you looking at me? No, sorry, Tanakis. We are. We, 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 Is he talking? We're back. Oh, we're, 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 we're rolling. 
Oh, that's sorry, all, I was that's just all talking being to filmed. Julia, uh, the lovely. We famously don't edit out things like that. So even though this isn't a live broadcast, rest assured that that will make it in. I was just talking to the makeup assistant. Uh, she's done a great job on me. She said, could I make you look a bit less dead? And I said, no, this is part of the aesthetic. I'm very pale boy. Right, sorry, can I, can, I, can I just get back to my, sorry, I, I, I'm trying to introduce the show here. Can I? Oh, right. I Sorry, that? I thought I was the one being interviewed. I thought people see you every week. Yeah, yeah no, um, you are, mate. You are. But you, you just wait your turn, all right? Look, I, 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 know, I know you certainly you certainly haven't been around uh, you know, uh, professional production before, obviously not having taken part in the film. Oh, it's very uh, professional, we, isn't this it? This is how we do it. Yeah. Julia yeah, told yeah, me you didn't yeah. know her name. So well, you carry on. Carry on. Great, great staffing. Great. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, no, everyone looks happy in this studio. To... No, it's, that's great. Carry on. Hello and welcome back to 60 Minutes. I'm Rex Gambit. Tonight we are talking to Tarnicus Banks, a member of the New Zealand Vampire Coven. Uh, Tarnicus was involved in the infamous Volturi confrontation of 2012, uh, which led to the creation of the hit film The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. Uh, just a note to the viewers there, Tarnicus was not present in the actual film, uh, not himself, not represented by an actor, but we are talking to him anyway yeah i killed four guys killed four guys you won't see that on screen oh it was all a dream Nah, killed him i think one of them was Sorry. on my side well can i actually can i actually delve into that because obviously with the, the battle that we see on screen what we're led to believe is that it didn't come to a fight uh, alice showed aro what the you know potential future could be if if they were to engage in such a conflict, uh, and in the end that conflict was avoided. Are you telling me that there there actually was a fight in real life? Yeah. So just um, after all that, so when everyone was retreating, going, yeah, the kid's not really immortal. They they turned their backs. Um, one of the Russian guys said, you know, it's time to attack now. And I said, fuck yeah, baby. And I ran, beheaded four people, easy as pie. Um, and they said, oh, no, no, we decided not to do the fighting, if that's all right. And I, oh, oh, okay. And I feigned sort of, you know, I, d- I didn't know. Um, but, you know, four lovely trophies upon my mantle. Um, they dissolved. Then they, they, They're not, the heads didn't survive. But um, the memories, great. Lovely day out. Right. Yeah. Well, I wanted, to, I wanted to actually ask about that that uh, confrontation and the asking about some of the vampires that were present now in the film some considerable screen time is spent on uh, the vampire Alistair who uh, as, as far as my notes go was both the, the, the vampire present in the film was played he, he played himself there was no actor there is that, is that correct yeah yeah no he's one of the one of the guys who got got on the fucking gravy train um, now obviously Alistair uh, there's been a lot of hearsay, a lot of rumours, a lot of allegations around Alistair. Uh, a section in the film which obviously they tried to sort of uh, pussyfoot around is uh, a distinct section where Alistair heads into the attic of the Cullen house. Uh, obviously Alistair is, is later not seen at the battle and uh, you know the the cast and the crew have been reluctant to talk about that and obviously Alistair the uh, the you know the man the vampire has sort of been we've been un- unable to track him down he's not been seen in several years and uh, I just wondered if you had any any comments any thoughts any speculation as to what 
what was going on in that attic and, w- and what led to such a, a media fervour. There was a document provided to your people from my people saying... I didn't see a, I didn't see a document. ...saying the topics that I will not talk about. Top of that list was Alistair, all right? We've got to draw a very, very tight veil over that day. Any speculation... We didn't, we didn't, we didn't receive any such documents. Genuinely, listen to me, any speculation what else, what, what about that, about what Alistair was doing, could be very dangerous for all involved. We just need to let sleeping dogs lie, and those dogs will eventually die of old age all right otherwise those dogs will jump up and pounce us so let's just let's just move away from that all right i I will not say anything well it's interesting that you say move away because i actually want to move closer uh now this is something that the i think the public needs to know uh obviously there have been so many different theories uh posited around what Alyssa was doing up there uh what what led to you know riots in the streets essentially a call for cancellation uh and well a personal theory that i have been working on and researching for the last several years actually uh and this was based on obviously you're from wellington i'm not sure if you you uh, are familiar with the uh lower hut saturday morning market uh, it's a market held sort of along the, the riverbank there. You can buy fruit, you can buy vegetables, uh, some some cheap toys perhaps, maybe some hot fries. Yu-Gi-Oh cards, yeah, now, we all know. Absolutely. Now, look, I was there, it would have been 2013, and there was uh, a man there selling bootleg DVDs. Uh, he sort of had the Incredibles, um, you know, various films love actually uh and these weren't these weren't official copies of the films they were in sort of plastic sleeves um you know flat flat cardboard uh didn't look like the official key art the poster art of those films uh and i and i was led to believe that those were were pirated copies of the dvds uh you know film films that were illegally obtained uh, and they were being sold on to uh you know innocent bystanders now the man selling them looked familiar to me uh, and and I didn't really think about it at the time, but then a few days later, I, I thought that looked like Alistair. That looked like Alistair from the film Breaking Dawn, Part Two. Had that same big coat on, even though it was, it was a bright sunny day, um, and he had this, the same sort of shoulder length, dishevelled hair. And I thought that's him. And I and I sort of started piecing it together. I've spoken to a number of other vampires before you, vampires that actually were on screen. Um, and they all, you know, once again, similar to you, didn't have much to say. But uh, from what I've been able to piece together, Alistair was up in that attic uh, if downloading and burning to disc several films uh, to later resell illegally. Do you care to comment on that? What, honestly, who do you think you're helping saying this on national television? I'm trying. I'm trying to discover the truth. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. It's been a, a huge cover-up. Okay, I look, think. Top marks. Sorry. Top marks for journalism. You've done your job very well. I did go to journalism school, actually. I would like you to lay low for a few weeks. Um, I, I certainly will be doing so. Um, I, if I, you're I, trying to censor me. <laughs> it is not going to work, Tarnicus. No, no. I, hey, you've put it out there. On your own head, be it. Um, I, look, I just want to say I have never been associated with any pirating DVDs. I buy all my my merchandise. I can see some DVDs behind you there, actually. Would you mind showing me a couple of those cases? 
I can see some that look like, but there's some that look flat. Yeah, this is um, this is this is right. I am legend. That is that is not the official key art for I am legend. Oh, but that's a fairly credible sort of stick figure drawing of Will Smith. Where did you? Sorry, can I just ask where did you obtain that copy of I am legend? Oh. I, I, my memory, my memory fails me. I, <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. There's a copy of Shark Tale there I can see as well, which which looks uh, pretty suspicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um, yeah, all all good, all good films. The you know, I think I think what I need to sum up is that vampirism is not a front for a a very organised, very violent gang of video pirates that's all I have to say that's what it's not that's look I'll agree to to let it to let it you know go there obviously we're doing this uh, over a video conference call this interview and I I can't personally be there to sort of verify uh, if those DVDs are pirated or not that is my suspicion and I will be uh, contacting the police I just find it odd the things that you focus on you know I bought a new picnic blanket last week you won't see that brought up in the media will you Ask me about the picnic blanket. You don't care about the picnic what's, blanket. What's Fuck the, off. What's the, what's the picnic blanket like? It's got Winnie the Pooh on it. It's great. I love it. I haven't I eaten actually, anything on it. I actually had, I had, a, I had a Winnie the Pooh picnic blanket as well. I have I have some genuine respect for you. Um, Winnie the Pooh's a great character. Uh, very much inspires me. If I eat honey, obviously it all comes out. But it's very tasty voms. You know, it's very sweet. It's interesting sort of uh, talking about you know such a thing as, as picnic blankets and it sort of makes you think uh you know who is the man behind the mask obviously we see these vampires on screen not you uh but you know i just want to get to the bottom of you know, what is your day-to-day life like what what are you like in a setting that's not uh the pacific northwest it's not uh battling ancient uh italian vampires what's your your new zealand humble vampire life like Oh, look, in the morning, I'll go and take a dip in the lake. Um, Then I'll go to the the farmer's market. Is there a lake in Wellington? Uh, What's that thing called? What's that big salty thing? There's a harbour. There's the sea. The harbour's connected to the sea. Is that not the lake? No, a lake is uh, enclosed. Uh, A a lake is usually somewhat inland. Uh, It doesn't connect the sea. Uh, one of the famous lakes in New Zealand is Taupo. Uh, famously, about a four-hour drive north of Wellington. Not Wellington. Wellington, as far as I know, uh, not many lakes there. Okay, well then I'll, I'll get out of the um, har- har- harbour and um, I'll, I'll, I'll walk with bare feet because one of my vampire powers is incredibly sensitive feet. So I'll walk across the pebbles on the beach and I'll think, this is this is living. It's not living, but it's the closest I've come. That feeling on my fucking feet is like, you know, maybe it's all going to be okay. Maybe Genevieve didn't leave me. Maybe I'm just a, a poor old human boy brought over to New Zealand by the, the European bloody settlers. Maybe I'm going to have a whole normal life, all right? And then, and then, and then no, people will say... God, you've got, you've got sensitive feet, because they'll see me sort of moaning and basically to the point of, of what humans would call orgasm, and they go, "What? 
whoa, this is a public beach. And I'll go, I just want to be t- little tiny, little tiny. That's what they call me. Interesting that you mention uh, orgasm. Something I want to touch on, obviously, uh, presumably not engaging in much uh, physical uh, stimulation lately with your wife, Genevieve, running off with another man. Not anymore. Uh, Thank you for however, that. In, in the film, and presumably true to life, we see uh, Edward and Bella produce a child. And uh, now I've obviously got my my suspicions about that. We are, we are shown to believe that vampires uh, are essentially dead. Uh, you know, there's no... They, they don't go to the toilet. They don't... You know, there's there's no there's no fluid in them, so I'm just sort of wondering how how did Edward impregnate Bella? Can could you potentially shine some light on that? How can that vampire shoot his cummy load? Oh, it's venom. It's all venom. Uh, you know, we do we if we want to, but it's venom, and I really miss the smell of some potent urine. Um, some of those those early morning urinations that were really like almost orange, and I just thought I, I really miss that because it's just standard old venom, and the toilet goes through a hell of a battering. But um, yeah, we we comes and spits and wheezes venom, um, which is very very samey. You know, I I am fascinated by the plethora of fluids that come out of people like like you rex um as again people will know from your checkered past um all about those won't they uh i'm look i'm not wanting to talk about that this is obviously i'm talking to you uh and and my past quite frankly for you to bring out my past uh, it's disrespectful. No, and can I say, I genuinely admire you appearing on TV when you have the past that, that you have. Um, that must take bravery, you know. I, you know, who, who am I? You know, as you rightly point out, I wasn't in the movie. Oh, I'm not a big star. You, you're a fucking freak show, mate. We'll take a break there. Uh, when we come back, the final part of our interview with Tanakis Banks, a vampire with uh, seemingly little to do with the events taking place on screen in oh, look, Part yeah, 2. All right, okay, cool. Well, how witty. Let's go. Oh, nice ads. No, you can, st- you, no, you can, you can stop talking now. It's, we're going to the ad break. Okay. Welcome back to 60 Minutes. I'm Rex Gambit. Tonight, we have been talking to Tarnicus Banks, <laughs> a vampire of... Sorry? Fuck off. That's really rude. Fuck off. Tonight we've been talking to Tarnicus Banks, some cunt from the New Zealand vampire coven. Oh no, sorry, uh, just last time coven. you told you me... You probably haven't heard of, actually, because um, <laughs> he wasn't in the fucking movie. What movie? Uh, the Twilight Saga Breaking Norm Part 2. Ever heard of it? Probably. It was a pretty big deal at the time. Not very Guess critically acclaimed, this though. This fucking dickhead on the video chat opposite me. Um, oh, well, look, I have entered a short film into the... Uh, New Zealand 24-hour film festival, and I I was a runner-up in 2018. So I bet it, I bet it was shit. 2018. What were you doing in 2019, mate? Um, mostly, I was I was I was I was I was, I was writing my book. Oh yeah, what's that called? It's called Time Sandal. It's called Time, time Sandal. Yeah, it's called Time what's Sandal. What's it about? Oh, what's okay. it about? Imagine a Roman from the year. Oh, I'm imagining it. Zero A.D. Ending okay. up in the year four thousand, 
what a culture shock what an incredible journey he made a time machine out of his sandals and now he's in the future and you know um, what robots hate romans yeah all robots hate romans actually sounds quite good where can i sorry is that published um yeah so uh, sorry yeah um Sorry, I just thought you'd be hostile. Um, you know, the, the launch is at Unity Books um, in, in August. So, yeah, no, if, if um, I know we've had our differences, but um, I, I'll genuinely appreciate that. If, can I, is it a book that my, my daughters would enjoy? Could I bring them along, perhaps? Um, yeah, incredibly vivid sex scenes in there. Um, really, violence, really violent stuff, like genuinely abhorrent stuff. But, um, yeah, look, if that's what they're into, then, yeah, bring them down. It's, uh, it's going to be a good, good day. Great. Okay. Well, yeah, look, I might, I might do that. I'll, I'll pencil it. Do you have a specific date in August? Uh, well, I think we're looking at the 12th, but obviously with the ongoing global situation, it's pretty difficult. But um, yeah, look, right. we'll, we'll get it out there. Um, Will there be a sort of uh, an aftermatch somewhere, local, um, you know, bar and grill? Well, I think we'll head to... Obviously, I can't eat, but I want to. So we're going to go to Mahui's. Um, I don't know if you've heard oh, of... Oh, great. Have you been there? Yeah, huge fan of Mahui's actually. There, I was for the, uh, I was there for the grand opening, back in twenty eighteen. I've never been because their blood options are pretty limited. It's just very rare steaks right. and stuff, and I just have to suck that. They do a great sort of um, drink, which they call a mimosa, but it's actually sort of a, a samosa, sort of blended up into a liquid. It's bloody good. Okay, is is it warm or? So you're sort of lukewarm. Because you'd want a, you'd want a warmish samosa, it. like I understand. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not you know it's not fresh out of the oven. It's not that hot, but it's not it's not chilled either. I'd, yeah. Okay. Well, look. Um, I, I guess it's a date. Um, you I mean, know, we, we can we can swap we can swap contact yeah, details. No, this is this. probably not what your viewers want to see. But um, yeah, genuinely, I don't, they'll, they'll probably cut. Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. They they won't cut this, but that's all right. Um, look, sorry, we've got we've gone quite off piece here. I'll, I'll quickly get back to the. Uh, back to the matters at hand. Uh, obviously, a, a large vampire cast uh, on display in the film, and I'm sure in real life there were plenty there too. Uh, obviously, from from your stories, we can uh, we can we've been told that not all of them present, so perhaps more than eighteen. Uh, did you have a sort of you know obviously at, at the time of these uh, Twilight films release, there was sort of a, a lot of uh, you know the, the, the fandom was was going on about oh I'm Team Edward I'm Team Jacob you know in, in regards to who Bella should go for, and I just wanted to wanted to ask you obviously as someone who was there, you know even though you weren't necessarily represented on screen can I can I ask you know what 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 team were you on perhaps who, who did you think was the the most valuable player? So obviously this was just a couple of days back in. 2012 like I, I knew Carlo pretty well but a lot of them so the names I'm pretty sketchy on there was a guy called um what was it it was Brondel or um Br- Br- Brand Br- Brind Brindle uh, something yeah, like that don't don't recognize any of those yeah names um yeah, so he was just um, this very this very strong vampire, the Cullens. Um, he, he had strong arms. And um, I watched this incredible wrestling fight he had with Bella. Um, and I just loved his mouth. He has this very smirky mouth, even when he's sad. It's like he's a permanent smirk. And it's like, Brondo, I feel what you feel. I'm hating this time. All right, I... This is a shit house. There's a guy up in the attic doing 
fine stuff, normal stuff. And I just respected his smirking. Great. We haven't talked uh, since. I mean, if you, if you were interested, I, I could perhaps tell you who, who I thought, you know, what, what team I was on. Yeah, no, clear, yeah, you're clearly very interested in me as an interview subject if you're going to, you know, just talk about your own fucking... Yeah, look, so anyway, what, what, I, what you know, the team that I was on was uh, there was a, a vampire... Uh, there were sort of three of them considered nomadic vampires. Uh, and uh, this vampire sort of had a, a short haircut, blondish hair. Um, and as he left, he sort of just did, 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 did a nice little wave as it went off, just as a sort of, hey, oh, catch yeah. you next time. Gramic. And uh, Gramic. so I was team him. Gramic, is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Gramic. Okay, nice. He that co- sounds good. He, he, he. He collects, he collects antelopes. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, and look, just just before we go as well, actually, I was just wondering um, if you could obviously this this whole film. You don't sound like you've been too pleased with it. It's uh, not accurately represented. A lot of what you were saying transpired. But could I just ask you if, if there was if there was sort of one thing that would stand out in that film perhaps one thing that you liked maybe maybe you saw that as sort of um, gosh what am I trying to say it's sort of a shining light could I ask maybe what you thought that would be um, in that film yeah it was um, it was it was genuinely that last montage when it goes I will love you for a thousand years love you you know yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I remember. Because it's like, yes, that is how vampire romance should happen. It's like there aren't many songs about vampire romances that goes, I'll love you for 150 years, 75 of them mm. are variable, and then I'll run off to France with a fitness instructor. So that song and that romance in that moment made me think, yeah, look, some people out there, happy. And I thought, yeah. Hey, um, lovely. Did you like that? What what, what was your favourite bit? You know, if I, oh, wanna... you're sort of turning it. Oh, oh you've really put me on the spot. You've just sort of turned it on me. Oh, look, the public um, have a lot of questions for you that I don't think you've satisfactorily answered. Yeah, right. Well, uh, my sort of. Not, what, 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 how did I phrase it? Shining light, I think I said. Uh, there was sort of a moment towards the end of the film where Ed was was wearing uh, a jacket. And I really liked that jacket, and it sort of took me by surprise, actually, because I was thinking it was sort of a jacket that I would have considered on trend in sort of 2014, 2015. And obviously, uh, this this film came out in uh, 2012, and I thought, wow, he's really ahead of the curve there. Um, you know, a, a pretty basic, understated jacket, uh, but just nice to see that it would, despite being uh, incredibly old, was uh, really staying on top of fashion trends. Yeah. That's that's great. Um, on the actual day, he was dressed up. He was dressed up like Liberace. Um, you know, no, there was there was not a very unified costume trend. People were just doing their own thing. Bella was dressed as a um, a fourteenth century noblewoman. Right. Right. Okay. That's fascinating. Uh, th- thank you for your insight today. Uh, obviously, you know, while we have acknowledged that you weren't weren't on screen uh your character was not represented it's, it's been uh you know certainly eye-opening to have uh, some of your takes is there anything else you'd like to say before we before we wrap it up i guess all i'd like to say is i'm just about done with being a vampire so if someone can't 
offer me a great new opportunity, maybe publish my books um, in a bigger in a bigger capacity, um, then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna end it all. Right. Okay. Are you um are you doing anything after this? Would you want to maybe get a drink or? Yeah, yeah. Um, should we hit Mahui's? Yeah, I was thinking Mahui's might actually be good. I, I was thinking maybe you could sample a, a samosa. Can we bring um? Can we bring Julia? She has a, a friendly, friendly face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sure that's fine. Can you ask her though? Because I I don't um. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to ask her right now? No, no, no. Just after. Julia! Oh, she can. She can probably. Hear, she can probably hear this. Ooh. Julia. She's she's she, she's shaking her head. Oh, well, uh, you know, I can be pretty persuasive. I'll I'll ask her. Thanks, Rex. Um, I, I've loved being on the show. Um, it's been great. Great to have you here. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll sign off now. We're, we're coming towards our uh, the end of our allotted time. Who are those people uh, over there in the in the studio? I'll, are I'll, they? I'll get to them. I'll Who get to are them. They? Uh, I'll get to them. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, I just would just like to thank Tarnicus Banks from the New Zealand Vampire Coven for are joining you, us on this week's studio? episode are of Sixty Minutes. Vampires as well. The, they're not vampires, uh, Tarnicus. That, that's uh, every week we like to we like to end off the no no this no, is just, just no no just stay just stay seated until we I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, sorry. I'll tell you when we can leave. Just stay seated. Uh, tonight we are joined in studio. Uh, we, we obviously we have a live performance at the end of every show, uh, and tonight we are joined by the Naked and Famous. Oh. Who are going to play us off with their song uh, "Young Blood"? I believe it's called. Uh, so thanks for coming, Tarnakis. Do I leave? Uh, no, no. Say that. Okay, we'll, no, the, the, the camera, pissed. the camera will just sort of, the camera will just sort of zoom out, and then we'll just be sitting here talking. But the sound will be off. They'll, they'll, they'll we'll just sit here and sort of look at them as they as they play, and that, the credits will sort of roll over their performance, and, that, and that's sort of the end of it. And then I, I stay. We have to stay. For you, that, you, stay you stay. You stay. You oh, stay. Look, look. If you if you just stop, I think we're going to start. They're starting, starting the song. So if you just they're starting the song. Oh.